0: Nine ways to make money as a personal trainer. Beautiful. Well done. We don't want to go eight because you're not hustling enough, and we don't want to go ten because you're too greedy.
1: All got to hustle. Always got to hustle. hustle there's hard. only nine ways to make money. Apparently. Yeah. There's no
0: other ways. <laughs> <But> <laughs> there is
1: literally not. We have the answers for absolutely we'll, everything. We'll do like um, notable exceptions or like whatever, yeah, like uh, honourable mentions. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That we'll bring
0: is. that. In. Yeah. If we if we think of them and they're not actually on the word document, we're currently looking at. <laughs> go for it. So we can break these down into like categories because you love a category. So we've got in-person, hybrid and online. So we're gonna start off with the in-person options. We've given them three different options. And the first one would probably be the one that you think of the most, especially like gen pop clients of like personal training of what they're gonna get. But I did say to Tom, when we did try to record this the first time, but I didn't press the actual record button. Classic like- But we only found out after five and a half minutes. Yeah, right. So it was fine. It wasn't 55 minutes. <laughs> but I feel like nowadays, people that are looking to become personal trainers, maybe this isn't... Well, I know it isn't from just conversations and asking them on, on different cohorts when we do the supportive program. When I ask them, do you want to be a one-to-one PT, a hybrid PT or an online PT? And I think seventy plus percent would say hybrid slash online. There's only a, a small percentage
1: which say I just want to do it in person. It's really interesting as well because, uh, but obviously they haven't done it yet. No, they haven't. They they're thinking about this as uh, like a I don't know, shop window kind of thing, and realizing that online personal training is a desk job. Just yes. put that into perspective. It is a desk job.
0: They got into becoming a PT because they enjoy fitness Correct. and going to the, gym. And, going to the and gym. gym. and then you're going to do a career that you're not in the gym uh, and you're not doing trust fitness. Trust
1: us, it's a, it's a desk job,
0: Yes, <laughs> unfortunately. I say you're like a fitness accountant.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Especially if
0: you're doing spreadsheets and your target yeah. market and you're looking at their volumes and stuff like that and their macros. You're just basically an accountant. So if fitness. you don't want to leave that behind, then hybrid is probably the way to go. Yeah. So... Because yeah. then you've got diversification yeah, and a bit B- of everything. That's a big word for you. Oh, no. It's, like, <laughs> it's because I've uh, just had a little 90-calorie uh, fiber one butter popcorn bar. It's very, Lovely. Nice. very nice. great, mate. All
1: right. Uh, so we're gonna, we've got the little timer out again because uh, we're just keeping everyone schedule. We've got a delivery coming, so we need to get that before. Like, basically, get all the way yeah, through the show before. I'll give you updates, Tom. As update we who, who's coming. Um, he's going to we'll uh, let you know. Give us some... because. We'll have some Greek food in me apparently today. Yeah, um, all right, so we're gonna go nine minutes per section in person, hybrid, online, and we'll uh, we'll chat about each one. Mm-hmm. Perfect, three, two, one, all right? So, in person, I'm gonna take the lead on this, Luke, because it's something that I literally have been doing for the last and still do nine years, and I still do it relatively successfully, I think. Um, so one to one in person, probably the most common thing um the classic you can't get away from the original um no. so the target market and one-to-one in person that is trainer training one person um is probably going to be 35 to 40 plus um i wouldn't say male or female i think it's kind of a blend depends on the area it does I think. depend on the area um and obviously when we go into group that is heavily more female Mm -hmm. so maybe you get more men really if you the grand scheme of things but I still it depends on whether you're a female PT or a male PT as well if you're in central London maybe more miles than
0: if you were not essential yeah because
1: it's a case of they probably they want an hour out of their life at the office basically out of the office chat to someone who likes to talk a bit sharp or like talk sport or do whatever and yeah get work a little workout it's it's an hour for them to be told what to do which is quite rare so the target market is that general population okay you're you're not getting bodybuilders you're not, not getting powerlifters. I'm not on the gym floor. You're not getting athletes. That doesn't happen. They come by a request and like other stuff. Okay, you might get your fun runner, that kind of thing. So scalability limited. Um, if you have this many hours in the day that you were willing to work. That is how you can scale. And obviously, that is dictated. Scalability is dictated by price. I think um, we we've all done the the classic business mindset of you can either. Do more mm-hmm. to get more money. You can charge more to get more money. Um, what's the other one? There's Do one. a bit of both. <laughs> <A> <laughs> higher of both frequency to of purchase. Basically, yeah. Repeat so, business. Repeat business, perfect. Be a so good go, person. three no, ways to earn money. Um, so, we just come money gurus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did it. So the price is heavily dictated by area mm-hmm. you're in and gym you're in in that area. So we are mm-hmm. both in London. But in London, there is even a spectrum yeah. of pricing. And I charge a, a decent amount. Um, I, I would not charge this outside of London. No. And it, I don't even charge the most in and around London. No. And I train out of Marlebone, which is quite an affluent area. Okay. Um, so pros and cons. You go with the pros and cons. Yeah, them. so for in person, we literally got fifteen seconds one. on this last yeah, one. Yeah, I realise that. <laughs> Might have the to change pro, it. Might be a four-minute one. The pros and cons, basically, it will be right when we run through it. So the pros yeah. and cons, I think. So scalability for me is is tough, and most of the gyms will dictate what price you can charge. So and there's only a kind of amount you can do. The um, the con is that you the the growth is tough in one to one person in person. Um, and then it's like cancellation policies all that kind of stuff you have to lay into that which is fine the pros is attention to detail you cannot get away from this is the highest amount of attention to detail and face value time that you can give i can coach the ass of someone and get them doing proper things as quickly as possible if i'm doing one-to-one person that cannot happen on online
0: in terms of Gym technique, and you can't repeat that level of service
1: that customer care and details. This is, yeah, this is the, the most the intensive creme, creme. Yeah, therefore, it is the highest price per like session or hour. Yeah, uh, we moved to semi
0: private. Luke, do you want to take that? yes yeah, so semi private would be uh, we classify as what sort of four and under in regards to like small Correct. groups. Four you could under. change it. You small could again, there's only nine ways you could do semi private with five people. You could do it, maybe it was outrageous. how dare you someone wants a book on (laughs) that so target market I suppose it would be a a similar target market however probably more females again if we're being honest maybe they don't have as much sort of disposable income um they don't like um Maybe they've got friends. They want to do like partner training. They want to work out with they people. They want to work yeah, out yeah. with people. They enjoy the community side of things, but not too much. It's not like a group of 30 people. So I feel like the target market is maybe swayed to more females. Probably maybe a slightly younger age. They maybe one-to-one, but again, nothing set in stone. In regards to scalability, I feel like semi-private is dictated to whether you go with this option or not based on the gym that you're working in whether the setup of the gym equipment Big is time. it um,
1: needs to be a, a larger space Has yeah
0: and you will have gyms that just solely focus maybe on semi-private or their whole marketing spiel and approach is semi-private with a few tiny little one-to-one sessions yeah. during times where they may have a, a little bit of free time correct yeah um price-wise again it's going to be no well not as expensive as one-to-one but then you're also thinking about well you've now got four people paying you that amount so if you're looking at splitting that amount 25 percent i know i'm really good at maths, you can actually make more money on that per hour basis even though we don't say sell a session um but you can realistically make more money for that Obviously,
1: hour the caveat is you need more people therefore yeah. you need more
0: leads. <laughs> you need more leads, you need better marketing. You need to make sure that the gym you're in is made up so it it lends itself to a semi-private model. Uh, pros for this, again, we, with the semi-private, I know we, on the PT core, I don't know if you know, we've got a course on for like becoming the best person trainer ever. Um, we break down different types of semi-private ways you can do it, so
1: maybe you want to explain that, Tom and then sort of we can well, round up. I, the I think the pros are, I like the semi-private model. Oh, I, d- okay. I don't do it because I can't, because my uh, gym is quite small. Um, I would love to be able to do it. There's some, if you, if you want to look at the best models in London, probably W10 yeah. performance, do it. Um, there's stuff like Foundry Fit I think do it stuff like that The Performance Project Jerome. performance project Shout they out. do it and you then probably listen. where it was actually taken from is uh, our friends at Mike Boyle they do a, a group based semi-private model and it is it's just so slick and that's how how it happens and it's just like everybody starts on the quarter of an hour and it's just boom 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 and they run a similar program all slightly changing but yeah it's, it's pretty good I think the cons are that it's not as good it's not as good it's you're getting the same amount of quality I think you're not getting the same attention as you, you are not, Tom's yeah, just looking like, after me not I can only others. give 15 minutes of attention to you in an hour session if there's four people that's yeah. just maths right I cannot be like I'm going to divert my eyes each way so moving on to the group training so this is five plus mm-hmm. I think um, so the target market is everybody I think mainly female because they, they'd like that kind of Group environment yeah, where men out tend together. to be like oh, I'm lads just don't train but it, myself, but it also does get dictated by so maybe like performance stuff adheres to better. So, like, what bike classes adheres better to men? Yeah, like triathletes, CrossFit like again Crossfit, is a good mix. Maybe, if yeah. it, so,
0: it will literally depend on the type of class that it yeah. is. Yeah. If it's more like BLT, bum, legs, and tums then maybe. <laughs> Maybe not, but we're not we're not pigeonholing things here. You can yeah. do whatever class you want. So.
1: Scalability can be pretty good because you, can, you can't have an endless amount of people. But however, whatever your cap is, I know at our club, it may be like 12 is the maximum around we're allowed to take in. It depends on the studio. I've seen a studio full of like 50 people. And that's madness as far as I'm concerned. Because if you think about the hour, that person is getting one minute basically per person. That is what you're allowing. And like be like all oh, right great that's that's not quality timing and with the price of group training can be i don't know three five quid seven pound fifty tenner yeah. i don't really know like i don't know, I don't <laughs> I'm,
0: know. I'm too posh to, to price that <laughs> t-
1: no it's just because the gyms i've been associated with it's included in membership so i don't i don't know where yeah
0: so goes. their membership would be like you get unlimited classes yeah for that so i suppose when we're looking at it, like, that's different isn't it? that's the when I look at personal training yeah I look at that's Group not personal training. training that's, that's, that's just, just the gym gym the class timetable yeah but
1: it is, don't it?
0: so I suppose uh, nah because this that would be like you getting paid because you'd get paid as a studio instructor like 25-30 mm. I don't know oh
1: no, minutes is done we're, we're, we're gonna have to go we're gonna to
0: um, <laughs> so I feel like for this in specific personal training it would be you as a personal trainer maybe hiring a facility whether it's a community hall or sports hall maybe it is a gym um, that you advertise a class more for this rather than being a, a studio instructor. Yeah. So price-wise probably is around like the £5. Uh, but what we would recommend is having maybe like a, having a price per session, but making that a lot higher than having like a monthly thing where you might go, well, you can have unlimited classes per yeah. Per month, or it could be yes. free classes. So again, going sort of back to the semi-private, logistically, that's one of the cons of it's trying tough. to remember this and yep. and manage it with
1: software and systems. And in terms of, I think okay, scalability, it's it's a tough one because the only I've taught group classes and group training and stuff, and it requires personally a heightened kind of energy, I don't know, it's, energy more taxing. it's way more taxing if you think you're going in there and doing a, a, we know people who do like nine to a, like 11 sessions a day of personal training that is awful mm-hmm. um i think five six seven is is great like you're doing well as a trainer to do that with like your coffee breaks built in or lunch breaks and stuff like you're not doing that for group training there's no way no semi private th- three you can. or four no. I think max a day, and I think you're absolutely smoked because um, yeah speaking of the group instructors do about that like three classes a day. Yeah. That's it. but they might be multiple sites and then they only do it like four times a week and, then and it depends on how active they need like say for
0: example group indoor you'll be on the bike and, and that
1: generally speaking they're going to be in peak times they're in yeah. times where most people can go so there's a it, your working day ends up like extrapolating out and it'll be able to be like a 7am kind of thing a midday lunchtime kind of one and then like the evening kind of stuff
0: I think from a scalability point of view, you can take on quite the the limit of how many people take on will be facility equipment if you're going to use them. Yeah. Um, And then what you'll tend to see is if they go down a group training model, if you're a successful PT, the next ability to scale is take someone who's just new on and they take certain classes and you'll maybe then widen the the radius or area that you're doing those group classes from. That's good. Nice. Um, online and hybrid option. So, oh oh, oh, oh oh timer. Oh, get it on. Three, okay. two, one. Come. Oh on. uh, two. Online and hybrid. So online one to one. What are the differences between online and in person one to one? Tom, from a target
1: market. Oh. Target market point of view. It's I'll pe- throw you in the bus. The- people use social media. Yeah. It's, it's dictated by who sees your adverts and who sees that you're following or who sees your content. Um, and probably they would have had to absorb it for a, a longer time. Yeah. In one-to-one, you are your advert. You, are, you have a ready-made kind of follower, like ship, I don't know, audience, there you go, that is the gym, the people who go to your gym. They are already... They already like fitness because they are going there. They already have a vague interest in what you're doing and how you approach things. So, yeah, that's the difference.
0: Because it's online, your target market can be ultra-specific nation. Now, if you're looking at in-person anything, you're dictated to by a maybe 5 to 10-mile radius um, and the people on that gym floor. So if you're going in there and you're going, I'm going to be the Olympic lifting or the powerlifting coach in nuffield health and then you you're walk in yeah one, <laughs> one you're an idiot and and, and to go to a different gym because there are specific gyms they are niche gyms yeah. so if you want to work those types of clients then perfectly fine however your market for in person is dictated to by the local area so the beautiful thing about online and what i think works better for online one to one are you're not a, you're not gen pop seeing you in the gym because the reason why they're seeing you in person is because of multiple reasons. I don't know what they are. It could be because they want to get out of the office. It could be that they will only train if they are held accountable for being in a specific location at a specific time. Now, when it comes to online, you have the whole world to as your audience. And it would be stupid to try and target the same type of people you would on the gym floor. These are where mm. your best clients for one-to-one, your bodybuilders, your power lifters, you're very niched individuals that are into training and motivated, have high training, nutrition knowledge. They're the ones that work with this model. Correct. Is it scalable? Hell yeah, <laughs> Hell you've got yeah. the whole world. But you are from one-to-one perspective, you are limited by the number of clients you can take on. Yes, can, you can take on more clients, the better systems, templates, efficiencies that you have in your business, the more you're able to scale. However, you are one person, so what yours tend to see is that one individual will take on the second coach and then the third and then maybe expand. When you're traded by science, we've got up to 12 coaches. Um, Price-wise, it's going to be less than your one-to-one in person. However,
1: on a monthly cost. Yes, is. on a monthly. yeah.
0: But if you break down per hours, it's probably going to be on the same there same or thereabouts, depending yeah. if you are creating programs from scratch and stuff like that so uh price wise it's definitely gonna from the online options it's definitely going to be the there or thereabouts i mean when we look at hybrids it's
1: the best of both uh opinions pros are on online tom the pros generally speaking the service is probably better from a from a holistic on, a holistic point of view they check-ins. probably you you talk about it shouldn't be no? it shouldn't be because you actually spend less time with the person mm-hmm. but maybe you get more concise because you you're booking in for the sole purpose less feedback, of that, right? So you're looking at data. yeah. And so it to... might be like the 15 minute chat we have, like weekly or bi-weekly or fortnightly. Like that's it's about those issues. You've already reported it. You've got that kind of system in place. So I think that's pretty good. I generally I get to see more. I don't know from result basis more well, aesthetic results tend to happen better from an online point of view. Performance based stuff and technical and rehab point of view tends to happen better on, on one-to-one from my my perspective anyway. But yeah. that, is, that goes as me as a performance-based coach. <laughs> so I'm not an athletics-based coach. And
0: cons would be, as we said earlier, I don't know if it was this podcast or another podcast where you literally will become a fitness accountant. Where yep. you're, you're mm. you, especially if you've gone from in person on the gym floor, doing group semi-private, one-to-one to then doing online. Um, you're just, your daily total, daily energy expenditure is going to drop quite a bit. I <laughs> know when Tom's like, oh, these are how many steps I've done because he's trained clients in the morning. I'm like, yeah, I've just done 300 that's steps. <laughs> so it it can get, it, it's very much like a, a desk job as such. So that's why I feel like having a mix is the best option, which brings us on to hybrid one-to-one, which in simple terms is you see clients in person, but not as frequently. And you coach them predominantly online um, and typically it would be you may see a client once per month a good format for this is when you see them you go through your assessments you do your measurements and stuff like that it's more of a catch up session you go through the new sort of mesocycle training plan that you're going to be going through from a target market perspective this is again they're coming to see you like once a month then they they're not going to be in a totally different country because unless no. they like traveling and it tends
1: to, I see this it tends to be like I see a lot of ollie lifters do this the okay. Olympic lifting like so crowd like so they come in for a skill acquisition session and then they go off and practice kind of thing um, I get to, I see that a little bit more it's probably the yeah, the Olympic lifter power athlete kind of thing maybe that's just because that's the crowd I'm surrounded by I don't really know I'm not that, by the way. Um, I feel like
0: I feel like those which are just below, like a, I'm a bodybuilder, powerlifter, that are really key, into they're the like fitness, keen, yeah, yeah, and I've, they want that. They want to be coached by you as an individual because they followed you on online, and they yeah. they have a connection, but they probably do they, they don't They well.
1: don't need me to hold their hand. No. Nah, like, it's, it's, it's just a nice a not. It's not have... a waste of our time, but it's it's kind of is. It's like actually, if I'm, you're not gonna get as much out of me per session because you know. Enough already! I don't need to coach you as much as possible. So yeah, or they're looking probably to do like. Well, what happens with this is I might have somebody come to request and I don't have the availability. I'll be like, I can do this. I can see you once a fortnight, and then you go and crack on and train by yourself if you don't have the availability to fit them in when they want to and they really want to coach with you. So that's a good thing.
0: Um, from a scalability, is it's good if it's you aren't good. in person PT you. As you get older and maybe you start having a family what lifestyle fitted you before where it was just in person you had more time and less uh, people that were dependent on you and as you get older you start going am i really going to be getting up this early yeah. um, do i really want to be on the gym floor like i'm only going to get older so i feel like it's a really good way to transition um to spending less time on the gym floor um and it's also a really good way if you've just qualified as a personal trainer that are currently employed doing it with another profession where you can actually uh, t- start learning your craft and making money from your your side business, which would be your PT. So it helps get that valuable experience of in-person. And with hybrid, this could be, uh, obviously we, we're talking, on the next one, it'd be hybrid one-to-one, but it could also be hybrid group as well. So you're getting experience of training people in person, as well as making money, and it's a uh, it fits your schedule a lot better because you can tr- do new programs or check-ins before work, during lunch, after work, or on the weekend. Price wise. Again, it's going to be more than online one-to-one. If there's no in-person, it's going to be less than if it's all in-person.
1: Yeah, I think one of the questions here as well, normally people have is, uh, all right, I'm going to see this. They they pay for the online stuff, but I'm going to see this person in person. So do I charge them for it? I was like, yes, of course you do. Yeah, <laughs> Like, th- there should be a separate... This is how much your online is, is. And then if you've got a session, a session even though we is don't... is how much so, yeah, your if, one-to-one session is. So yeah. therefore... Probably should be that, that rate, on top like, of that. On top of that, like if that's going to be the case, don't make it. Yeah, don't try to make it more complicated than it is. I think yeah. people are like, oh, but they already get all that, and so therefore, in the one-to-one stuff, and I'm like, no, just that's that's your that's what you're charging for your time, your coaching time. So do that. F Y I extend the time again. We're right? gonna
0: have to extend the time. And F Y Priscilla is our delivery.
1: Oh, she
0: Lovely. driver? She's uh, waiting to collect it. Still she? not ready. Oh. But we're, we're ready to carry on and move on to the next one, which is group online. So, Tom, target market, what are we saying? Group online. Yeah, At the end of this, remind me, I want us to go through which services we have. We've tried or we've tried do or, or, or yeah, we're currently doing or and, have done previously. Exactly. So,
1: group online um, is something that I would favor I think it takes a, yeah. a kind of coach though that's the thing they have to have a, a slightly bigger audience but I'm taking looking at this from a coaching perspective so I don't want maybe because target target market has to be people who know what they're doing I'm thinking thing from a group online oh this is I'm gonna disagree. I, I, I don't know this is this is interesting so you need to go for the online coach blueprint uh, <laughs> course do you know that as a course so, <laughs> so am I looking at this from a group programming point of view or am I... And they're looking cracking on and they're... I think that, so they're all on a general generalized program and they're all following it together. Yeah, because obviously... we are not standing on Zoom and like... So one-to-one during, is
0: personalized, yeah? Yeah. Semi-private, again, is sort of personalized, not as much. When we're looking at group coaching and anything at scale, it's goal-focused. It's target market-focused. So there's... We cannot... It'd be stupid to... It would be impossible to personalize and stupid to personalize group coaching yeah. online
1: when you're charging less for that service. So something that I would offer would be, all right, you're going to get, it's like the strong as hell program or yeah. you're going to get the plyometric based program to get us, get football ready, that kind of thing. We had to get strong, it's so ready by science. I can get get football ready, get get field ready or like whatever game speed there you go game speed ready and i would be like this is a six month program a six month six week program there you go bosh it's 100 quid but i'm gonna get no contact time with me it's group programming you're all on it Bam. i would say that person needs to know what they're talking about or they have an interest in that before going and doing it whereas i think the one-to-one they're gonna get more service time and probably get more like personalized videos and stuff like that so they don't have that but I yeah. think it also takes more time to set it up. This takes more time from a setup point of view from the coach. And from but Longitudinally, yeah. it wouldn't take less time out of your diary. Because it's, you know, it's, it's more upfront cost. Upfront cost for the coach, mm-hmm. but long-term probably more scalable.
0: It, it is scalable. The The hard thing is I don't really recommend many people doing starting off with group. I'm like, go with one-to-one, whether it's in-person or online, because you only need to find 20 to 35 people paying. Yeah. 150 to 400 pound per month for your service so in regards to my target market you've got those which could be as you said like ultra specific who but the thing with group is for the majority what and I'll cut out the bag we did this at Shirley by Science we actually did a female group and a male group female group loved it part of that is we actually hired Juliana Con- Concy Mitchell hello Juliana and James <laughs> not listening I know you're not um and we hired her specifically. So when we created a Facebook group, I set it up and we actually left. So myself and Lawrence left that group and it was just Juliana was there. So I did that safe place as such. Mm. They could, there was no mal eyes or, or thing going through it. So it worked really well from a community perspective. We had Get Strong, we did uh, the male one, which was Get Shredded um actually got a vest still with like a specific logo um and what we found is it worked a lot better with females from the group perspective than males um and in regards to the program it's less personalized but we had some sort of element of personalization so for the male one it could be like if there's a specific body part you want to work on select it on the spreadsheet and it just added more volume mm. um but again it was it was semi personalized without too much um, from a scalability point of view, if you have a, a good brand awareness and a low following, it can be a really good model. But it does majority of the time, you for this model and what I teach on the online coaching blueprint is you market where you meet the market where they're at. So you may be a four week drop a dress size or something along those lines for, for thirty day get lean or get whatever. But then after that, you're then trying to find new clients every thirty days. So your marketing launches, which is good. But then you need to have the, the numbers at the top of the funnel for it to work. After a while though, what you want for this model to work is a, a graduate group. So once you say it's 99 pound for the month, you might then have a, a lower price, 29.99 or whatever the price it would be. Um, it's a lower, so it's a percentage. I normally say like 40 to 60% of what they, that monthly price was, whether it's four weeks or eight weeks. Don't do 10 weeks it just messes stuff up, <laughs> especially when you're trying to do cohorts. Yeah. Um, So I like this model, I feel like it works better for females and I feel like it works from providing more education, live streams, community, less so, here's your program, go away and do it. Yeah. I'm I'm good man, Jesus, Uh, (laughs) hybrid group, well spoiler alert, I don't think personal training should be categorized into in-person online, I feel like it should be exactly the same. The only difference is if you see that person in person. But we'll just keep going with the in-person hybrid group. This basically, format-wise, which works well, one session per week. Say on a Saturday, let's say you're busy all week. Saturday morning Saturday boot morning camp. boot camp, yeah? yeah. But you want to make more money. So what you're going to do is you're going to call it hybrid group coaching. So they may have at-home workouts that they can do. Generic ones. It could be you doing some live sessions if you want to over Zoom and you have specific time slots. So, with that, it literally is group training. With rather than once per month, once per week, you could then have certain people which are in a close proximity to pay more money so they get the at home, we'll look after you 24 7 throughout the week and hear some programs and hear some nutrition advice. And then if they're close by, they actually come and do the in-person session with you as a coach on a Saturday. So this is good if you are employed um, or if you are doing one-to-one and you yeah. want to try something out and test the waters with hybrid group. Pros and cons, Tom. Pros, you can make more money make than more just money. normal can... group online. Correct. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you get to get that engagement. in-person engagement element that is... We know through lockdowns, like doing Zoom calls and stuff like that, it, it just it doesn't it just doesn't be it's in person same, interaction. Is it? it isn't no, the same. You're
1: just you're just gonna be more loyal to that brand or whomever it's a doing stronger it. connection. Correct. Like if you see them in person, it just it just has to happen. I mean, that's the thing. Membership, membership sites. You've probably got way more. I'm part of some, I guess. Okay, um but I don't know. I'm only part of them because I've done educational courses and stuff. Like are you that.
0: paying was... monthly for this? No, it's just more no, of like anymore. I paid on I paid that there, part, of it. On part of it. So it's not a membership.
1: So no. it's not membership.
0: So target market for membership. If you have 1,000 followers on Instagram, do not do a membership. <laughs> if you are not a specialist or edu- educated or an entertainer or personality, then not. Do not do a membership. We are talking. You need to have. I think on the online coach blueprint, I used to fit a minimum of fifty thousand engaged followers for you to dedicate your time for a membership. So target market wise, it would be very niche to whatever the subject is. So some memberships out there, like we have um, mass with knuckles, helms, uh, zurdos, and there's trexler. I think it is is part of that now. So that's a a membership would just be uh, an ongoing, you're basically providing education, you have research reviews. um, So the target market needs to be more niche. Scalability is a great scalability model because it's not like you get an extra 10 people for as a client, you're going to have to do 10 programmes. For this you get an extra 10 members, you're not really doing any, it's not the same level of uh, workload to the people that sign up. If you have an engaged community, if you have a low churn rate, which is the amount of people leaving per month, um, if that's low, it's always a progressive model. A thousand members, then goes to one thousand one hundred. Price wise, it varies. It could be four ninety nine, very cheap. We used to have shredication, which was that. So you're looking at more. Turn that alarm off. I put <laughs> too much pressure I'm, on. I'm Luke. spitting straight facts here when it comes to <laughs> these bits. Yeah, this is my this is my bread and butter. You've got two more. Come on, come on, listen to this. So um, price-wise before 99, you do have some memberships, which could be a lot more expensive. If they're more expensive, then you probably need to have some sort of in-person element, Mm. some sort of group-based stuff rather than Um, (laughs) one-to-one. Pros of a membership, again, if you have a large following and you have a, a lot of educational wealth to provide people, this can work well. The other option is if you're an Instagram influencer and people just want to pay money to see you fucking work out, that's what they do. It's part of the thing. You can make money from that. But again, it all starts with having a a big enough top of funnel and engage following Mm -hmm. for that. Cons are memberships are a pain in the ass. Now, Mass is a little bit different because it looks at new papers which come out which are always going to be coming out always coming out but if your membership is more to do with training or nutrition once you've gone around that content what are you going to be writing about next month or video next month so they always start off well tom yeah it's really hard unless it is more like a mass um thing where you're analyzing new research and giving your take on it that is something that has longevity if it's a subject specific once you've spoke about that subject what else can you do so one of the key things for a membership to keep people as members is having more than just content. It's having a community, it's having certain perks that they may have, maybe giveaways and stuff like that. So you're looking to build that in. So it's a good model. It's a very, it's a harder model. Um, you need to make sure you, you have the reach, and the engagement. Um, but from a workload, it doesn't matter if you've got 10 people paying you 10.99 or whether you've got 10,000 people maybe you will probably need to hire someone from a community management yeah. perspective but it, it's not the same as the other models anything to add
1: I just think it'd be hard it is not many people do it well and um, plus I think
0: because of because of content being so freely available now on the internet yeah. it's like well what am I paying for because I can get that information there so maybe it is the individual or maybe I it's think, just yeah, having yeah, it I collated you're just
1: paying for it to be collated all together yeah the, the ease if like filtering the bs anything anything any course out there like you, you look hard enough you're gonna find, find it, it yeah you've got an expert who's managed to collate it all together for you and make sure you're not going down the wrong way um all right last one training guides. training guides or ebooks ebooks that kind of thing yeah. so the person that does really
0: well at this is uh jeff nippard Yep. So he's got, I don't know, maybe 3 million YouTube subscribers. I'm going to tell you a story. Jeff worked, well, was one of the strength guys. And when I had Elite Fitness Mentoring, Jason Tremblay was like, oh, we've got a new guy called Jeff. He's going to do a co-webinar with him. I knew from the off that he had something about him because he had the science, but he knew how to present. So Jeff's really good because for him this is the better option to go with as a business model than it is one-to-one because as we said scalability now with this once you've got your training guides these can be ultra specific to a target market like the bigger the chess specialization program or the how to build a bigger bench Mm. now if you again he's got three million subscribers maybe more maybe less i don't know on youtube so Once he's created that first guide, a lot of that content can be reused. It's just a program that changes as such. Um, And it's upfront, it's not really, it's a risk if you have a low following. If you've got no one that follows you, you're gonna spend all this time, energy and money in creating this guide. And then you're gonna try and sell it. And no one's gonna buy it or very little. So there's no guarantee. If you know you get a one-to-one client, you know that money's coming in, you are getting the service. This is a lot of upfront investment into it. Um, there is software, but there's things like Squarespace now, which I know Jeff uses. There's other ones where you can sort of um make it more safe so people don't share it. There's always going to be piracy, people always want to share that. Oh,
1: correct, them. I've had plenty shared. With oh, I've added, I, I think
0: I've still probably got access to a G drive with just a load of ebooks. I've, yeah, I've probably, pro- probably the same one, <laughs> Fl- around. so scalability is very good. You make it once and then. The amount of signups you get will be predicated on um, the amount of people that follow you. Yeah. What you tend to find with training guides and ebooks is you get a spike in sales when you launch it and then it goes down to, and then it's more of a maintenance. So, this is where you'd have like 2.1, 2.2, or specific guides which are slightly different to help not keep different. Huh? They're not different. No, nah, they're just slightly <laughs> different. The front cover's different <laughs> and other stuff. different, yeah. Even with Jeff's though, like, no offense, Jeff, and you listen to this. <laughs> I purchased one of your guides. I don't know why I did it. Maybe because I thought, right, right, I'm not going to get a trainer. I want something. But most of the time, I buy stuff fitness-wise. It's just to do market research. Mm, did I? Yeah. And <laughs> Jeff will have YouTube links to exercises. But Jeff, why haven't you not got exercise videos of you performing them? Now, I don't mind because he did have a few of the Shredded by Science ones. Yeah. So like Zudos teaching the deadlift for like 20 minutes. Um, so that was one of the things there. So, Jeff, if you're listening, you're on YouTube, just Do create right. your exercise library, or you can buy our one off us, <laughs> <laughs> which we're coming soon. No. Um, so very good scalable option. A high peak when you launch something, it's then going to dip, and then it's all about having that maintenance. Um, any Anything to add, Tom, pros and cons?
1: I think it's quite a cool thing. It's like, um, It's kind of the route that I've... Uh, I think you should bring out a training guide ebook. So in terms of ebook, I I would quite happily do this on a more of a small scale, but a, a time frames kind of scale. So training guides are forever. I wouldn't want the training guide to be forever for who whoever is like having mine, right? So like I was saying, the, the chances are in my business for the next six months or something, I will have like um like a plyometric based one, a game speed one, get better at football, that kind of stuff, get get game ready. Um, or get stronger or that kind of stuff but it would be like six weeks you've got access to like going through it'd be used like using fitter or true coach or something like you've got access to it so it's a hybrid guide after you've run through it you're done and you have to rebuy to redo it that kind of thing and then build upon it or buy the next one into the the hypertrophy phase in phase two or something like that Um, I think that's more scalable than well I don't know it's not more scalable, it's repeat business. Well, can I can I shock you there? No, yeah. sad part When we when I looked at the guides, I always thought you
0: always buy something in from when we look at the services, we're looking at one to one, we're looking at giving ourselves the best possible chance of getting that client results. Yeah. If we're looking at a training guide, we don't know if people have one, we know they the only thing we know is that they paid for it. Yeah. We don't know if they actually follow it through. So this is when you look at yourself and you go, what how would I like to make money? What type of service would I like to do? Well,
1: that's 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 the why I want to put it through an app, and yeah. Because I can see, and they have, and track to, the day they after. have, they have to be able to track through to finish it. So otherwise, they lose the access, and I can see on my end that they're going through it each time. So uh, this is like a hybrid.
0: Uh, that's why I can't say nine. But this was the thing that I had when you purchase a training guide, you have to email. So yeah. what I would what I had in my head would be, if I was doing this as a a business model, I would have like emails set up for like auto responders, prepping them and going through like detail and just helping that onboarding because you want to give the most chance possible of that person actually going through the coaching, the the program itself. So as you said, what you could do then is just, that would be like training guide slash group coaching, even though it's not, because then what well, you're doing is on the group you're going to get your <laughs> you buy the guide we give you the theory you know how to progressively overload you know how to whatever you need to do make adjustments mm-hmm. but then you have the software that you can then see that they they're going through and maybe they tra- they pay a higher price and then it could be at the end of the month or at the training plan you you can give some sort of feedback or, I don't know make it a competition or something have you done in person one to one yes of course lot. you do. What would you say percentage-wise of your revenue has come from that?
1: <laughs> over the time I've been a personal trainer or currently?
0: Yeah. No, over the time. Let's go with like oh, life, lifetime value.
1: Lifetime,
0: 80%. 80%. Any semi-private? No. Okay, so if we're doing a semi-private course, well, you can't I do, teach I, that. I, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I guess not. I do couples or two people. Okay, partner training. Partner training. Yeah, that, yeah
0: that's the 10th one, partner yeah, training. There
1: you go. Uh group training. Um, not particularly no, cause, pff, not nearly. I've done days. I've done classes in SNC, yeah. In correct.
0: Brentford, now in the premiership?
1: Well, unless you you're grouping, like obviously I group train footballers, correct? But I I wasn't charging them separately for it. Okay. <laughs> I've so. done the practicalities of it, but didn't didn't reap the rewards of a nice uh, little uh, kickback. Mm.
0: So. Uh online one to one. Yep. <laughs> what percentage wise? Oh. Is it 20?
1: no five percent okay so i've a, done education for quite a long time okay uh, education is
0: well it's your <laughs> honorary <laughs> mention so there we go
1: um <clears throat> hybrid one-to-one yeah one or two percent okay of the online clients i had i tend to because of my target market generally people who train or personal trainers would come to me That's yeah. generally my target market um i'm not particularly an aesthetics based coach i'm more of a performance or goal-based coach um so somebody would come with a yeah so that's why they'd, they'd be there like they'd probably come with an injury and they need to train properly around it but maybe they don't need my help for everyone else so going out on a long
0: shot here you didn't do groups i doubt you done group online i didn't
1: do group online no. hybrid group no no uh a membership not done a membership site training guides and future training guide when they to listen to this things. in 2029 correct Um yeah this is something I would do and offer programming basically. Yeah, but the way you said you'd do it but the way I would do it yeah and it would be like limited contact programming perfectly mm-hmm. um, but it will not be personalised
0: one to one in person for me yes percentage wise oh, I didn't do it for long because I didn't like being dictated to by other people's time <laughs> Uh, did it wrong then, mate? Yeah, yeah I dictate the right no, times. then. but then that's the thing. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah, I thought, well, I have to do. It. I have to bend over backwards for everyone one. Definitely else. not. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, you always have a, a choice. Yeah. Unless there's a your head, you don't <laughs> have much choice. Um, one to one percentage wise, probably only about ten to fifteen percent revenue. Semi private, no group training from. Yeah, because I'm. I'm not including. Traded by Science Academy or any courses. I'm just talking about pure personal training services. Uh, group training, I'd probably say maybe 30%. So now I'm now 40. So I did far more group stuff than I did uh, one-to-one. Online one-to-one, that's 50%. But that's a, a lot of my revenue, with my expertise from two thousand and. Beginning of 2012 was online one-to-one. Hybrid one-to-one, yeah, that was a small percentage just based on, hey, you're not that far away. Why don't you come and train with me? Uh, Group online, again, that's something we did at Shredded by Science. Um, Not me particularly. I didn't really run... Well, I helped create the resources and the marketing, and the systems and stuff like that. So that probably made up whatever the remaining percentage is. Um, Maybe... the. Group training should go down a little bit. Group online, yep. Hybrid group, I've never... T- technically, I would have done this, as in people that did my group classes, some of them worked with me one-to-one, so it's like a hybrid of online, so they pay me that, and then they're yeah, a they are attend the class, yeah, okay. but not like an official hybrid group. Membership, yeah, we had certification, and training guides, yeah, we training guides have pretty much done everything apart from semi-private training. Beautiful. Is, that, right, is um, that all
1: of them? Honorable mentions? Honorable mentions, be, Priscilla's nearly by. Priscilla's uh, nearly here, delivery is nearly, delivery's nearly here. here, so we've got two minutes. Three minutes each Honorable, honorable mentions. Um, one obvious one for us as an education platform yeah, is running education workshops. Yeah, workshops, <laughs> get paid for, uh, people to get paid for education. Education, which is obviously the, the route I went down instead of the online coaching yeah. thing. Um, it, it, it totally depends, it's the same scalability Like Mm -hmm. and like, well, Well, we know how much time went into PT core,
0: so now it's just like that's by building the course, you're building an asset. So then it's looking at we we just need to scale it market it and get more people signed up to it
1: yeah. yeah and you're always an add to it just like the training guides you're yeah. always gonna have 2.0 you'll look
0: at it and you'll go oh, i can 2.0. make that better there's yeah. something that's just come out or i've changed my opinion
1: so education so you can do education for trainers or you can do education for the general population as yeah. well that is still a thing um fat fighters and all that slim mm-hmm. world still do their little workshops and yeah. whatever every week that there's no reason why that can't be you mm-hmm. in your local gym um and you can do that online as well so that would be, for me, a, a place to go. Anything else? I think that's it.
0: I think that's it. I've just seen Priscilla pull up in Priscilla's her pulling up. So we... Um... Gonna eat, and then we're gonna come back and do some more podcasts. But you <laughs> won't know that because it'll be a week after you
1: listen to this one. <laughs> so go earn that money. There's loads of ways to do it.
0: Beautiful.